Did you call bank? I call game. <laughs> Welcome to Calling Bank. This week we speak about our game of the week. The big headlines such as LeBron being su- shut down, Russell's 2020-21 game, and then the season uh, defensive player of the year, most improved, and most importantly, the playoff matchups we're really excited for that we think we're going to see. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? The there's, season hasn't finished yet, There's Harry. still a bit of time, but uh, we'll wait and see. Now, let's start off with our, our game of the week, Will. And you've got a game of the week for us that I also chose, so it's a, it's a shared game of the week. You know what's interesting about this game of the week? No one would ever call this the game of the week, because I chose the Phoenix Suns versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Which is filth, uh, but... You know, next year could be interesting with Zion Williamson, who of course got knocked out, knocked out of the NCAA championship. He did, but he could be playing for one of these two teams. That's we don't true. know. It's my dream that he plays for them and not the New York Knicks. If he doesn't play for the New York Knicks, James Stolen might actually sell the team. It's Let's, very exciting. I'd, I'd like that to happen. <laughs> I really would. Um, but then it sounds like KD's going there, so... Who knows, Harry? Well, if not, they're definitely the Lakers. So we'll take it. We'll take it. Um, so the reason I wanted to focus on two of the worst teams in the league this week is because we haven't spoken about them for a while. No. Like, we really haven't spoken about the Suns or the Cavs for quite a bit. This game, the Phoenix Suns ended a six-game losing streak, um, <laughs> whilst the Cavs lost their sixth straight game um, in this one. So both teams have the NBA's second and third worst records. The Suns are 19 wins, 62 losses. Mm. The Cavs are 19 wins and 62 losses. So both of them are looking to maybe win their 20th game by the end. Probably won't. It's unlikely. Yeah. They've got one game left. Yeah, they're both probably... They both both suck. They're also resting most of their team. Like, Kevin Love hasn't paid in, like, a solid week. What do you mean he came off the bench today wearing the um, Channing Fry's college jersey to, like, as a memorial to him? That's... I mean... That's probably... That'd be more useful in the Cavs team than him actually playing. So, we'll take it. Um, Look, yeah, as I think we said, Harry, both teams are praying they get the number one pick in this year's draft. Mm. And I think that was really the focus of this performance. The Suns ended up winning, but really, who cares? That's not good for them. Anyway, but why I wanted to look at this game was Devin Booker. And can I just say, this is why I want the Suns to get the number one pick. This is... we're, We're about to go through this because Devin Booker in this game finished with a meager... 25 points, 13 assists, and 3 rebounds. And he only shot 2 of 9 from 3. So why am I talking about Devin Booker? Because the previous 3 games, Booker had achieved two 50-point games yeah. and a 48-point night. Yeah. When we talk about the Phoenix Suns, we still are talking about Devin Booker. This is a guy who's averaged 26.6 points per game this year. 6.8 assists and 4.1 rebounds He's per game. good. He's a good He player. is very good. But he needs someone that can handle the ball. So it's out of his hand. He just needs to shoot. Yes. That's it. That's what his role has to be. The thing is for the Phoenix Suns, you've got Booker and now you've got Aiden. Mm. And for me... Can I just say... Aiden has been impressive this year. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say that as well. He Mm. hasn't had a bad season, but I think that Trey Young and Luka Doncic are so far ahead of the game. They're leading their team, whereas Mm. Aiden doesn't do that because he's got Booker. Booker. Aiden for me is top three if we're going to talk about best three rookies. Oh, he's all rookie NBA team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's he's still first team. He's been out... He's averaged this year 16.3 points per game and 10.3 rebounds per game. Which is not shabby for a a rookie as well on a team that's terrible. So really why I want to focus on this, the Suns just need to build around these two players. We talked about it probably at the start, and we're going to talk about it again. If they end up with the first round pick, for me, go and draft rookie point guard Jay Morant. 
Yeah. He is college basketball's Bro, best point guard. People are saying he could be anywhere. Look, I think with the draft, anyone's like, between two and ten, no one knows. Yes. One, everyone knows. It's Zion. But after then, Jay Morant, um, he is definitely someone that has been spoken about with great court vision. His shooting's not great, but... He's college basketball's best point guard, honestly. He's averaged ten, more than 10 assists per game. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of guy, you put him, you've got Booker, you've got Aiden. You just get wings... This is a decent team. It's not bad. I mean, it makes me sad that Jamal Crawford plays there. It's where he's gone to die. But, like, I love Jamal. And he could be an amazing sixth man of the year off that bench. He's not as good as he used to be. But still, you put Josh Jackson off the bench. Like, there's players that could help that team. Yep. I agree. I agree. Um, Looking at the Cavs very quickly, uh, this team just needs more talent and more time to build via the draft. Yes, they have Kevin Love. No, they need to trade Kevin. And that's exactly what I was going to say. I, he doesn't fit this rebuilding team. No, like he they, doesn't. They, they need to trade him eventually. I think they're kind of smart not to trade him now because, to be honest, yeah, he's on a kind of shitty contract being 30 mil a year, but he's still... He's awesome. no John Wall. <laughs> he's no John Wall. He's on 45 mil and injured again all of next year. Um, but the Cavs really just need to build around Colin Sexton. The rookie yeah. point guard, eighth pick in the NBA draft last he's year. He's been good. Average, he's averaging 16.7 points per game, 2.9 assists. Assist number's a bit low, to be honest, for a point, starting yeah. point guard. Um, and he had a really slow start. In fact, all the Cleveland Cavaliers teammates were actually scolding Sexton at the start of the year for taking inefficient shots. He loved his long twos, just crappy shots. But now, in the last... In 14 games since All-Star break, he's taken 5.63 pointers three-point shots per game, and he's shooting them at 46.8%. That's not bad. That's I, pretty look, good. I think the Cavs have some young talent, such as one of my favourite players in the entire league, oh, Larry Nance, yeah. who I love, and I don't understand why Lakers got rid of him. I love him. Please keep him. I get it. He wasn't getting minutes. Yeah. But, yeah, I agree. I think they need to trade Kevin. And Kevin. thankfully for them, Kevin Love is injured most of the time, but isn't he on, like, a five-year contract? Four-year, 120 Four mil. Like... I get it. He Starting did it in the arena. Year. Like, it's dumb. Yeah. They need to trade him. Trade him for John Wall. Who cares? And then <laughs> stretch and wave John Wall. <laughs> That's a bad contract. <laughs> Look, they did well this year in terms of building draft capital. But again, for me, the Suns are way further ahead in the rebuild calendar than the Cavs. Um, but I think for both these teams, regardless of this game, because I really didn't want to focus on this game, it's more yeah, about the teams, the teams themselves. For me, both teams just need to, would be hoping to get the number one pick. They've got equal chance of getting the number one pick under this new system that we yeah. talked about last week. And for them to, if either one of them gets Zion Williamson, to be honest, I really hope he goes to Cleveland. Because for them... Wow, that's an interesting... Zion... That's an interesting point that you think he should go to Cleveland because I actually think I'd prefer him to go to Suns for the sole purpose of who's had a longer playoff drought, who's had a longer championship drought. Like, yeah, the Suns were good in 2005 with Steve Nash and Amari Stoudemire, but yeah. since then... Devin is a phenomenal player. The Cavs have a chance to develop all the young players. Devin Booker is already a superstar. But for me, like, if they don't get Zion, mm. Jamarant could be... They, even they better. Need, they could yeah. be even better for them. Like, it's a fit thing. Like, for me, I don't think they need a superstar power forward who can't shoot. No. Like, they need a point guard to facilitate Booker That's and true. Aiden. So for me, like, if they don't get number one pick, I don't think it's a big loss. For the Cavs, they get it. They're getting Zion. Yeah, but the Cavs have an all-star power forward in Kevin Love. They get rid of him. We'll get him to play center. Does he even have toes at this point? He keeps on injuring them. I'm like, at some point, you have to have no more toes. Like, Kevin, where are you putting them? In a jar? Like, where do they go? I don't know. Um, Let's get a headline. Let's get some headlines. So one of the big ones, of course, is that for the first time ever, LeBron James has missed the playoffs First time it's happened since his sophomore year in 2004, this 2005. This makes me happy. Lakers <laughs> suck. And yet they're still winning games. They're like 5-5. Five and five. They beat the Utah Jazz today in the day that Super we're recording bad. this, which I'm just like, why? 
Why are you doing this? I think you're now going to get the 11th. I think we the are. Timberwolves are now... Why blown. do you hate me? <laughs> I just want a chance at Zion. Anyway, he's shut down. Who really cares? I want to speak about Trey Young real quick. I mean... You love him. I love him so... I love Atlanta. I want Atlanta to get Zion. Did you see Alex Len today got six threes? The center for the... For the... I love... I love them. They were seven points down against Milwaukee. Yeah. They, they nearly beat Milwaukee, who played a pretty much almost full team... Uh, can I just say, Trey Young, in the last 10, 25 points per game, nearly 10 assists, 4.5 rebounds, and they're also winning. They're 5-5. Five and five. Um, They looked great against the Bucks, And at the end of the day, they're a good team. So I want to talk about today, like very briefly about oh, today's game. They didn't game. play their team today. No, they didn't play their team today. Alex Len, the center, yeah. got 6 of 12 from 3. <laughs> Why, is, Why is their center taking 12 shots? 12, no, he took, sorry, he didn't take 12 shots. He took 23 shots. He took 23 shots took in the game and 12 shots. threes of that. And 12 threes out of the 23 shots and got 33 points. Jeez, bring back Chris Humphreys, I say. Isaac Humphreys, though. Yeah, I know. Aussie. He played well. Started today, 17 minutes, 6 points, 4 rebounds. Good on him. Former king as well. We'll take it. And he also shot 2 or 4 from 3. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think that... Zion Williamson suits that team so well. You, you shift uh, Collins uh, to small forward. Or even center. Or even center. It doesn't matter. You've got those as your big three. That's a team that, like Dallas, will be like, holy crap. Dallas or Atlanta get this. It's very exciting. It's the a game changer. Is, Dallas, with today's result, because they beat the Grizzlies, are now less likely to finish top five, which means that first-round pick goes to I don't course. understand these teams. Mark Cuban, just years ago, was like, I'm a tank. But they, Doncic didn't play. They rested him again and they still won. I don't, I don't understand at all. I think like as we get to the end of the season, nothing really makes sense. You look at the starting lineups of the G League Chicago Bulls. Who the hell is Lemon? Who the hell is Walter <laughs> Lemon Jr.? Why is he playing in the NBA? I don't know. <laughs> like there's also Sampson, who I've never heard Jamar of. Sampson, former king. But like... He's getting ridiculous where, stats. Why... The NBA should stop as soon as March Madness happens. Yes. Because no one cares. The month of March, yeah, there's been some good games in April. I mean, the Golden State game where they beat Denver was great. Interesting for the rankings, whatever. But really, some of these teams should just shut down. Alex Caruso for the Lakers had 30 points in a game. Caruso played like three minutes before any of that. He was a backup to Sfima Kalek, who was a backup to literally everyone Everyone on that team. Anyway. Um, When we're talking about the Hawks as well, just to finish on that note, they locked in the fifth fifth worst record. Good on them. So they're looking looking likely for, again, to that first pick. Yeah, which is just... I mean, they might even win the trade at the end of the day against Doncic, which, as we've said, is ridiculous. Two more quick headlines before we move on to your your headline. Um, Russ had a 20-20-21 game versus the Lakers. I mean, it's Russ, so it doesn't really mean anything. Still can't shoot. Still bricking it, but that's huge. Hasn't been done since Wilt in the 60s. And the last one is, just very quickly... Kevin Durant... Second last one. Second last one. Well, last one for me. Yeah. Kevin Durant needs to leave Golden State. He's too good to be the second best player or third best player on the team. He is one of the best shooters in the NBA. In the last 10 games, he's shooting at nearly 60%. In the last seven, excluding a ridiculously badly refereed game against Minnesota where he was eight for 22, he's shooting around 80%. 80% as a jump shot shooter who doesn't take... I mean, he takes dunks, but he's shooting threes. I, I don't even understand Kevin Durant. He has been so, like, I just forgotten about. He's probably the best player. No one's talking about Golden State again. But they, they're just killing him. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's, it's just it's, ridiculous. It's um, the last one, which is very exciting. 
Washington Wizards fans are very excited because Ernie Grunfeld, the GM, <laughs> finally. has finally been fired after 16 seasons. Now, I just don't understand. I was listening to the Ringer podcast the other day, or maybe it was the Bill Simmons podcast, and they were speaking about the fact that, like, maybe in 2009, you know, three years after, four years after he started, when he did the Gilbus Arenas trade, yeah. maybe then they should have fired him. Or when they did the Karan Butler trade, maybe they should have fired him. But no. They stuck with him for 16 seasons. You know how many 50-point win, 50 win seasons they've had? Zero. A zero. Oh, no, they had one. Oh, one. They sorry. had one in 2016 when John Wall was healthy for a season. Uh, but did it was, they? Yeah, they oh, did. Wow. Yeah, but it was, it was filth. Yeah, look, uh, they were. I think he got fired because they didn't make the playoffs. And before the season, the owner says there'll be no excuses to not making the playoffs. Well, at this stage, the Wizards, as of today, have got the sixth worst record in the NBA. That's a team that knows how to tank, Harry. Take notes, Lakers. Can I just say, though, they still have the worst contract in the NBA and a superstar who's being overshadowed by John Wall you know what's in really Bradley Beal. I actually thought they'd be a playoff lock. But like, at the start of the year, yeah, I was so like, the I. Wizards will make the top eight. Like, look at their, look at their team. I know. And, like, they're better than, on paper, they, they were better than the Magic. They were better than... The Nets. Can we just say very quickly, the Magic are in, are in the playoffs. Well done, Magic. Uh, thank you for joining us. I don't understand how this happened, but yeah, good job. Um, Shows you how poor the East is. Yeah, the East is not great. After the top five, and even to be honest, Pacers are kind of done. After the top four? After that top four, Harry? Yeah, they're, there's, there's they're done. Much. Now, look, let's speak about brighter things. We're going to get to the playoffs, but really quickly, we said last, uh, last fortnight we'd do this, but... Most improved player, it's not a conversation. It's, it's spicy sauce, Pascal Siakam. Did you see his three-pointer? Uh, I think it was today or yesterday to sink. He's become so good. He's so good, and he's a go-to guy. There was a point in that game, I can't even remember who they were playing, where like Lowry passes to Gasol, Gasol passes to Siakam, and you know Siakam's going to hit that yeah, shot. Yeah. And he's just like such a lovely human being. Like When I had a chance to speak to him last year, he's great, and... He is he is the second best player on that team. Sorry, Carl Larry, you, you're done. <laughs> He's the second best player on the team. He's um, you know what I'm proud about. Yeah, I called that was my prediction. Yeah, you did. The, I you said did. most improved. But you know, I'm looking at your list here, Harry. Yeah. And obviously the listeners can't see your list. And you've got some interesting names. You've got Zach Levine. You've got Montrose Howell. You know who you're missing. No, I know D'Angelo Russell. I'm D'Angelo very aware. I'm very Russell. aware. But he's not in this conversation because yes. Lakers traded him and that's why I don't want to put him in the conversation well, right, obviously no, that's he, he, he is the second for me him and Montrez are a tied second I think Montrez is also because he's like potentially sixth man of the year gone from like a very low bench player in the Rockets to this in the Clippers yeah I think D'Angelo obviously his team is in the playoffs I get it first year all-star first year all-star he's got all the accolades but like it's not even a competition uh, then of course there's defensive player of the year who cares? It's Rudy really Gobert. Good. It should have been Paul George if he didn't get injured. Embiid always has a case, but again, injuries. Gobert is just... He's Gobert. And Draymond Green, no one's talking yeah, about Yeah, but like, look, that's your all-defensive te- <clears throat> all team. Yep, I agree. I think it's a matter of, like, who cares. Yep, I agree. I don't care. Now, let's speak about something that's more interesting. Playoff, playoffs, playoffs. It starts this weekend. Will, we're going to be watching every single game. And by watching every game, I mean at least watching a couple. I'm very <laughs> excited to see Portland get knocked out in the first round, even with CJ McCollum back. I was really excited to see the Lake. Oh, sorry. All right. I'd prefer not be in the playoffs than be knocked out first round, because at least we get some lottery. Yeah, well, at least my center, if my center didn't get injured, we wouldn't be having that discussion. Yeah, that's true. Now, we don't know what the matchups are going to be, but this is our predictions. 
Is this our predictions? Well, this is where we think they're going to end up. So okay. my thought is, looking at the remaining games, and like, obviously Charlotte is still a chance. In uh, my, Charlotte's not, but Miami is still a chance. Well, they're both a chance. But they're both a chance, but honest, it's unlikely. unlikely. I think the eight are there. Bucks versus Detroit, probably. I think Detroit stays in that spot. Yep. Uh, all I can say about that really quickly, we'll just say one line about each one. Yep. I... Okay. I I, I'm investing in brooms. Brooms. That's going to be a sweep. Yeah. I, Blake Griffin will get injured. Drummond will go back to being shit. Maybe Detroit get one. Maybe. 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 But to be honest, Bucks win that in yeah. five at least. The next one most. is interesting, which I haven't even thought about. Toronto versus Orlando. I wouldn't watch this series. Who cares? Toronto will win in four, five, maybe four. five. Who cares? It doesn't really matter. Toronto a lock. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Don't care. Well, good on the Magic for being there. The last you know? two are, are way more interesting. 76ers versus Brooklyn, which is one that I think you're going to speak about. Because yeah. uh, yeah. I just don't know how that's going to go. I think... 76ers will win. They will win, but Brooklyn are just so... Who knows? Yeah. They've won some amazing games. They beat Milwaukee just the other day. Yeah, but, the, but to the, be fair, without... Yeah, without Giannis, Giannis, I get it. And the one that I want to speak about, of course, is the Celtics versus the Pacers, which if the weekend is anything to go off of, it's going to be a very boring series. But... I mean, the games prior have been interesting. Out of all those matchups, that's the best one. And that's saying something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, with the West, it's... Say your stat about the West. I know you want to say oh, it. Say Harry, the stat. Harry. Because the West... Look, we know Golden State is going to be first. Yep. We know that. From that point on... Who knows? Well, Who knows yeah. <laughs> um, so... Interesting start, Harry. Yes. Seven seed Spurs. And when I say tiebreaker, that means they won the season series. Yes. So the seven seed Spurs, as of today, own the tiebreaker with the six seed Thunder. Who they're currently tied with. Tied with. Who own the tiebreaker with the fifth seed Jazz. Who are one game in front. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Who own the tiebreaker with the four seed Blazers. Who are tied with. Or one no, game. No, two games. Two, two games. games. Okay. Maybe a bit of cushion. Who own the tiebreaker with the third seed Rockets. Yeah. Who own the tiebreaker, the second seed Nuggets. Who, if I'm not mistaken, are half a game behind Denver. They are. They are half yeah. a game behind. So this is, to be honest, the game of the week that I most like to speak about, or the game we should be all watching, is the Houston VOKC. If you yeah. want to know what happens in the West, watch that game, because whoever Changes wins that everything. game will, will determine really what happens for playoffs. This is why, I'm I mean, excited no that. one cares about 6-7-8, because they're all going to get sweeped in the East, right? Yes. But the West for the past two years have been interesting because when it was Denver versus Minnesota last year, yeah. tiebreaker on that game to get into the playoffs, you, you thought there could be an upset in maybe mm. against Houston. You never know, yep. right? And this year, it could go anyway. So the way I've picked it is Golden State Warriors are playing Thunder. I think that Thunder are going to lose, which means they end up... I mean, as of today, it's, it's Golden State Clippers. It is. But I'm saying it's going to be Golden State, hopefully against Thunder. Okay. Then I think it will actually end up being Houston versus the Clippers. Clippers have one game left against Jazz. They should win that, judging by how Jazz played today. Then that means it'll be Denver versus Spurs. Spurs have one game left versus the Mavs, which they should win. So they should be a lock for that seventh. And Blazers versus Utah should stay as is. It should. Yeah, that's the high probability. I don't know what's going to happen. I think it doesn't really matter much. The game I actually chose to to the matchup rather is Golden State versus the Thunder. Yeah. Only because, and we'll get there, of the Golden State Warriors mm. more than anything else. Which matchup did you choose? 
I chose Blazers Jazz. Okay, that's a good um, matchup. I mean, that's a staple. I think... T- to be honest, like, I look at all those. Yeah. I like all of them, except for Denver Clippers. That's the only one I probably don't care about. No, I'd watch that in the fourth quarter when it's only the bench of the Clippers yes. versus the bench of Denver. Yeah, I would watch that. Okay. Isaiah Thomas making a comeback, I would like that. But yeah, the West... I'm watching every single one of those series except Denver. Mm. I don't care about Denver. Mal Hall, if they don't win, I'm very sad for them. They deserve to win. Um, But I'm very excited for... And the Clippers again. All those games. Now, do you want to speak about 76ers and and, uh, Brooklyn first? Yeah, I'm happy to do that. Okay. We're focusing on the East. Let's go East first and then we'll go West because the East is far less exciting. I'm still excited to see 76ers versus Brooklyn, but... There's better series. Yeah. Look, we'll talk about it quickly. My, I've got... There's big expectations on the 76ers. Really? Th- Why? Is it because they have an all-star starting five? Basically. And also they trade away everything to kind of go for it this year. Interesting strategy, and we're going to see if it works. They're like, LeBron's left. Let's go, baby. Yeah, basically. The thing is for the postseason and that people need to consider and, and where people are a bit worried about the 76ers is the fact that they have no bench. Their bench unit kind of sucks. But how long do you need the bench for? 10 minutes, maybe, in the game. This was a really good example, actually. Yeah. And, I, and this is where I was thinking about the bench and I'm like, well, who are they going to really put in and is it going to be important? We looked, at, we looked at the most recent example of how this bench would go and, and what I actually looked at was 76's most recent game versus Dallas Mavericks, yeah, which without, they lost. Without Jimmy. Without Jimmy and no Embiid. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let's see the Sixers reserve step up against Luka Doncic less because he didn't even play yeah. Mavs. The bench got outscored 62 to 28. Jonah Bolden and James Ennis, who started, combined to go 2 of 12 from the field. Yeah, well, thankfully, James Ennis is uh, injured. <laughs> yeah. Their backup center role, they don't really have a backup because Boban can't really play in certain matchups and Jonah Bolden is a rookie He's Aussie, and I like him. Yeah, I like him. He's not maybe up to it. Yeah, for them to win the series, Jonah Bolden has to start playing. Like, he he had a couple of good games this season. He has to have a mirror image of that for them to have any chance of winning a tough series. Yes, exactly. So, like, maybe in the first round it doesn't matter. But eventually it will matter. For me, they're probably going to go with a nine-man rotation in the playoffs. You're probably looking at Mike Scott, James Ennis. Mike Scott had a very good game the other day. Mike Scott is probably the only bench player that I can look at and be like, oh, he's a bench player. Yeah. James Ennis, TJ McConnell, and probably a combination of Bolden and Marjanovic. TJ was good last year in the playoffs. I don't understand why they've stopped put him out of rotation. He plays sometimes. But hardly. Look, I think also their starting five can take them to seven games. Embiid is a monster. He's like 39, 10, and 10 in his triple-double game against Milwaukee. Oh, he's crazy. Like, he's insane. When Jimmy Butler actually comes back, Tobias Harris, if he starts, like, I don't know, taking better shots, Ben Simmons still can't shoot. JJ Redick is hot, like... Jimmy Buckets. Look, 76 is starting lineup. If you look at that, JJ Redick, Simmons, Embiid, mm. Butler, and Harris have a net rating together of plus 17.6. They're amazing. They're an amazing starting but five. But they, they have no bench. But they have no bench. And I really do think that... I think that's a Warriors problem as, as well. I mean, besides Iguodala, they don't really have a bench, which I'll speak about. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter that much in the playoffs because in the final series, they're playing 40, 42 minutes. Yes, I agree. So look... Uh, as I said, I know I'm focusing a lot on the 76ers because, yeah. to be honest, I think they win this series. I think they win this one in five. Um, no offense to the Nets. No, that's fair. The I mean, Nets, who's going to defend Embiid? That's the problem. And that, and that's kind of where I was focusing on this. I or was JJ. Like, or JJ. But, like, D'Angelo Russell is the key for the Nets. He's averaging 21 point, 
21.1 points per game, seven assists per game. Jimmy games. will be guarding him, wouldn't he? Yeah, Jimmy will guard him. Yeah. And he'll shut him down, most likely. Yeah, and then you're looking to Alan Crabb to get your buckets. And he's been injured. <laughs> yeah. The, the depth of the Nets is quite decent, and, and that's probably where, where the bench units will come out, that you're kind of like, the bench unit of the Nets is much better than the 76ers, but at the same time, it's postseason. How much are they going to play? The other thing for the Nets, and why I think they get one game, is that only the Bucks, Hawks, Mavs, and Rockets took more threes this season than Brooklyn. Yeah, and, and if, if they, they go down... Them, when, especially against a team like the 76ers who only have JJ that can shoot threes because yes. no one else can actually get them to stick especially with Tobias Harris, Harris long twos at best yeah. can I just say quickly if Jared Dudley plays a single minute in the playoffs he will I will never watch Brooklyn again he will oh, I hate Jared Dudley <laughs> 76ers win this series 4-1 no one can stop Embiid Jared Allen he I might get a poster he might get a poster on Embiid but yeah. yeah look yeah. I think my series up until the last game where Celtics won by like 30 points and I guess Pacers can have kind of fallen off the face of the planet which they should have earlier Celtics versus Pacers Celtics have been all over the place this season they've won five of their last six two of those against the Pacers um, their bread and butter has always been defense and in the playoffs that's even more important so you look yep. at last year they literally made it to the conference finals defense. with defense and they're going to do it again look Kyrie is still playing great Jason Tatum needs to step up. He's hasn't been as good as last year. Uh, people expected him to develop more. Marcus Morris is just should not be playing. He's 12 points per game, shooting 37% in the last 10. Mm. Get rid of him. You don't need yes. him in the playoffs. You have a 10-man rotation you could easily play with. I think Hayward, for them, that's the real thing that interests me. I think, and this has been said by other people as well, yep. he's the wow factor. You don't know. He could put up 30 points a game. He could put up 10. Yep. And I think he's the difference in the team. All I want to see from the Celtics in the playoffs is I want to see Scary Terry go back. To, I want them to go back to how they were last playoffs. Yep. Jason Tatum driving to the baskets. You know, Jalen Brown being a good shooter. Scary Terry, Marcus Smart mm. playing hustle. Aaron Baines just blocking shots. Like... I think they're going to cruise through. I think they win this probably in five. Mm. Um, See a lot of cra- where well, yeah, is the paces? It's the paces, and I think like the Celtics are always fun to watch. Yeah, because there's like those dynamics, and you just don't know what's going to happen with them. The paces, I don't even understand how the fifth seed, like how are they still winning? They're three, in, oh, I think they're like two and eight in the past ten, but they're deep. Yeah, they've got a really solid bench. Tyreek is leading that bench with my favorite Corey Joseph. Corey Joseph, who I love. Sabonis is you know one of the six man of the year candidates. Oh, he's, he's phenomenal. Uh, Bogdanovich, Bogdan, not his non related person from <laughs> the Kings. Um, you know he's a fifty forty twenty. He's a fifty and forty percent shooter with twenty points per game in the last ten. Turner's double double machine. He's even making a case for defensive player of the year. They're good on defense. These are both two defensive teams. Um, Thaddeus Young has been playing well, but at the end of the day, you're looking at a team like the Pacers, who has no stars, but everyone knows their roles. Yeah. And the Celtics, who have a lot of stars, not everyone really knows their roles. They're still working it out. Shambles throughout the season. But both have prided themselves on defense. And when they're both defensive, you look who has the better offense, without a doubt, Celtics. it's the Celtics. They're a deep team. Horford is amazing. Kyrie will be great. Uh, I think Hayward goes nuts. They win in six. Yeah. Five or right. six. Yeah, that's probably um, But I'm excited for that series just to see if the Celtics blow up. I want to see this happen. I want to see the Celtics be like, this is not working. Kyrie to be like, yalla, bye. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, that's the end of their glorified season. But I could imagine them getting knocked out in the second round. Oh, 100%. And then Kyrie I leaves. I, I don't see them beating Toronto or... They'd play the Bucks. The Bucks, They'd No chance. The Bucks. They're not beating the Bucks. Sorry. 
I don't know how it'll go. All right, let's go to the much more interesting West. Will, tell me about the matchup that I actually have no idea who's going to win. I don't know who's going to win either. I'm very biased when I'm going to be talking about this, but the Blazers, the Blazers v. the Jazz... For, for me, yeah. this is probably the most likely out of all the matchups we're talking about in the West at this point in time. Um, and the one that's actually probably closest to call. I, I mean, some of them are pretty close to call, but I'd say this one is probably closest to call. I agree. Jazz at full strength are favourites, regardless if Portland have home ground advantage. Well, in fairness, Portland at full strength are the real favourites, but they'll never be at full strength because Nurkic, Nurkic is. is done until 2021. Yeah, well, it's... Sad. Yeah, very sad. Fun fact with Yusuf Nurkic, because we're you know I'm commemorating yeah. him tonight. He's number two in the entire Western Conference in net rating this season, behind only Steph Curry. Good thing he's playing in the playoffs. Yeah. Ha 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 ha. I feel bad for Portland. Portland should be winning this series, advancing to the next round, doing an upset against yes. whoever. They'd be against Warriors. Well, they wouldn't be the Warriors, Warriors, but right. still. Look, the the thing for the Portland Trailblazers and over the last couple of games, they've had CJ McCollum out, they've had Enos Cantor in for Nurkic. Enos Cantor might be able to replace some of Nurkic's impact on offense because that's what he can do. He can offensive rebounds and offense. Um, and he's, he's, you know, he's already looking a bit more comfortable as a secondary playmaker, but he can't defend. I've, he can't I've heard him defend. called the, the black hole in defense. Can't defend. Yeah, he can't defend at all. And especially when you're playing playoffs, which is a less... I mean, these playoffs might be different, more high-scoring, but really, mm. generally, it's, it's less high-scoring, more intense defense. Yes, exactly. You can't even play him. How are you going to play him against Gobert? I don't know. And that's what the happens there? Know. So that's the thing. So I looked about Zach Collins, the backup. Bring him in. <laughs> He's a competent defender, but he has limited offense. Who and cares? Probably plays best at power forward. But who cares? And then you can defend. The third choice is Myers Leonard. No. Chuck him in the bin. <laughs> that's where he deserves to be. No, I think they should play more minutes of Zach Collins. When they realize that, you know. Cantor is a minus 15 net rating because of his poor defense. They'll have to put in something else. They'll have to change it around. And the only person that could actually defend Collins on that entire team, uh, if, sorry, go bear, is Collins. Yeah. And I, I want to talk very briefly about Utah. Um, go bear ranks fourth in the NBA, only behind Harden, Lillard, and Antetokounmpo in offensive win shares. This year, Antetokounmpo, sorry, Antetokounmpo, go bear offensively has stepped up big time. Which is worrying for other teams that yeah. don't have someone that can mark a big centre, like, oh, I don't know, Portland. Yes. Well, the thing is, Jazz have ranked actually third in offensive rating, 114 points for 100 possessions since the All-Star break. I know they've versed some pretty... Yeah, they've, they've, had, had, a weak look, they've had an easy schedule. I think the biggest thing that people are unsure about about the Jazz is the fact that we don't know how they're actually going to play against good teams. I mean, yes. they lost against the Lakers today, but they've had such an easy schedule. Should have been playing they better. They rested players today. They rested, well, sort of. Yeah. The thing is, for me, the Jazz, it always comes down to their best two players, which is going to be Donovan Mitchell and mm. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Whoa. Gobert. How dare you speak of Joe Ingles like that? Joe Ingles, I love you, but you're third. Yeah. <laughs> you've got Cantor v. Gobert, and this is probably... Cantor v. Gobert, Mitchell v. Lillard. That See, Mitchell, is Mitchell v. Lillard is an interesting matchup. Cantor v. v. Gobert, not. Well, that's the point. And that's where I think the Portland Trailblazers, if they can't stop Gobert, they're kind of stuffed. Can I just say as well that Joe Ingles last year in the playoffs was phenomenal, same as Ricky Rubio. He started shooting. Yes. So, like, if they're playing as well as they should... Is Ricky Rubio still injured? No, he's playing. 
Well, okay. If they start playing how they did last year in the playoffs, I actually think Portland loses in six. Yeah, and then that's kind of what I'm thinking. If I gave you my controversial and biased view, Portland yeah. in seven, because just, they have home ground advantage. But you've stand. also seen them in the playoffs. And like, yeah, last year they got smoked by Anthony Davis, but I saw how CJ was shooting, and he's just come back from an injury. He only played 25 minutes today. It's, yeah, it doesn't look promising. I hope Portland win, but I think they will lose. Yeah, I And if Nurkic well. wasn't injured, I would say Portland in six. Yeah. Look, let's go to a, a, a series that no one is really going to watch for the fact that Golden State are going to probably sweep. If they do play, whoever they play, I'm saying hypothetically they play the Thunder. Just really quickly on the Thunder. They're like the third team in rebounds, which is great, but like very far below Golden State in every other aspect. George, if healthy, was an MVP. He's not. He hasn't looked the same since All-Star break. Yep. Russell Westbrook can't shoot. Steven Adams isn't the offensive player they want. Their bench is nothing. Schroeder is inconsistent. Yes. Um, Jeremy Grant should have been better. Robinson is not coming back. Say goodbye to your defense. What happened to Robinson? He's he... been injured the whole year. But I, was it that bad? Yeah, injury? I guess so. They thought about him coming back, but he's not. Russell Westbrook will have more success as a bricklayer than he will playing in the in the playoffs. Like, I'm sorry. You can quote Harry. You can quote me on that one. He should. He, I wrote here, he should audition for Bob the Builder. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I think OKC, if they were healthy, it's a different story. But I think they go out first round again. They need to blow that up. They need more wing players. If they got Trevor Ariza, maybe it'd be a different story. But they don't. What do you mean? They got Markeith Morris. Yeah, and he sucks. So, look, OKC, whatever. The reason I chose this series, and it's one reason why I always watch the Golden State Warriors the whole season, I love watching them. Why? They're five all-stars. They're an all-star team. And when they're locked in, oh, it's like ballet. It is the most beautiful thing to watch. And I want to watch this series exactly for that. I want to see how dominant and how quickly Golden State Warriors is going to sweep the entire playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I think they might not even lose a game. If they're locked in... You look at it. They've got the best starting five in the league. And we've been waiting the whole season for this dream team to actually lock in. And when they actually play, it's insane. You know, they've got five all-stars, essentially. They've got runner-up defensive player of the year in, in, in green. You've got two Splash Brothers. You've got Kevin Durant, who's shooting out of this world. You've got Boogie Cousins, who's double-double pretty much every game. Probably 2010, more like it. Yeah, they only have one person on the bench, Iggy. who have got no bench. They got no bench, but that's, and Livingston and Livingston, but it doesn't matter because at any one point you'll have at least two all stars on the floor. Yeah, they have the second most points per game, the first in the league in assists. Curry got contacts in and now is shooting fifty percent from threes, which is just insane. When they're locked in, they could they could blitz the entire playoffs. The only matchup where they might lose is against Houston, yeah. because Houston does this to them. And Milwaukee would be an interesting series, but still would be a five-game series. 76ers would be a good one, because you go starting five this Yeah, but 76ers five. won't make it. You saw yeah, what Giannis did I to know, Embiid. I know. I know. At the end of the day, with this series, you look at OKC, you look at Golden State, they've flipped the switch. Golden State have won eight and two. Um, what's it going call it? OKC have lost three of eight. You have five superstars versus one and a half. I'm saying 0.75 for Westbrook and also for Paul George at the moment. This used to be a fun matchup. It used to be exciting. I think Russell Westbrook will get ejected at some point yeah, because he'll I just like get that. angry. Westbrook v Durant again. But I just think like it'll be lights out, Warriors. Bye. Yep. And that's what I'm excited. I'm excited for them to win, and then for Kevin Durant to leave, Clay Thompson to leave, and for and Boogie to leave, and for the league to be interesting again. Oh please! Everyone knew that this season would be a blowout. Just let it happen, and let's move on to 2020. Let's go on to the please. Draft. 
All right. Well, we're very excited for the playoffs. Our next episode will probably be the second round of the playoffs, which is very exciting. Now, I must ask you to not look at my computer. I don't know. Well, I'm because, Will. You're just going to move it away from me. Okay. I got it. We've got I'm not looking. Where Do They Play For? And this is probably our last version of Where Do They Play For? Because then we've got the playoffs. Oh, I can still ask. Yeah, we can still ask, version. but it's going to be playoff version. And I've actually got six for you this week because I just got so excited. The first one. Okay. Sterling go. Brown. Place of the Bucks. Yeah, that's an easy one. He's a starter. I'm just easing you in. I'm yep. easing you in. Yep. All right. Aaron Holiday. He's played 42 games this season. Paces. Very well done. How did you know he was a Pacers? Because he, he was their draft pick this year. Yeah, okay. All right, well done. I knew about him as well because he had a really good game a couple of games ago. Yeah. Uh, he I stepped think up like, about like 30 points. backup point guard behind Colson. And, and, uh, yeah, because of Oladipo's injury. He's actually yeah. got some time. Okay. Decent, though. Can I do a bit harder ones? The last Go four on. are a lot harder. Shaquille Harrison. Bulls. How did you know it was the pool? How do you know this? <laughs> I was, uh, I, I'm trying so You just know too much random shit. It's better when you do it for me because I've got no idea. Go on, um, keep going. De- Devontae Graham. Nets. You think so? Because I'm very happy to say you're wrong. He, he started three games. He's played 42 this season. 4.8 points per game. 2.7 assists. He's oh, in the East. He's in the East and he's not Nets. Yeah. He's the Charlotte Hornets. Oh, You've always yeah. got to have a player from Charlotte because Charlotte's starting lineup makes no sense. They've got Kemba and then who knows who else. I think I think the Nets have Trevion Graham or something on the sort. Anyway, Any the next one is Keita Bates Diop. He started three games. He's played twenty six this season, five points per game, two and two point five. He plays for the West. He plays in the West. In the West. Can you say his name he again? started three games. Keita Bates Diop. So Keita is first name, last name Bates Diop. Harry, you've got me on this one. Oh, I'm very excited. You're going to get like three of six. He plays for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, I was not going to get We that. should start doing this with the WNBA. We should, I would get zero. I know Candace Parker. I'd know zero. We should do more about the WNBA. I'd know zero, Harry. We will know more. Okay, last one. Lonnie Walker, the fourth. Oh, that's easy. San Antonio Spurs. That is an easy one. That was an it's, easy it's one. such a good. I just have to say because it it's such a good name. You know how like in football they have like really extended names. There's not many the fourths. No. So I thought this was a good one. But I'm very happy because you did worse. You got four of six. I did get four which of six. It's not great. Not great for you, Will. No. I'm, I'm disappointed. Now for all those listening at home, me and Will are neck and neck in our in our fantasy playoff, and it's it's very exciting because we're we're the championship game. We are. You are up by 200 points, but there's still a couple of days left. There's still two, two we, days left. We thought we'd do a bit of a wager on it so yeah. whoever whoever loses has to go out on the town uh, at an, on an event night on a Saturday night perhaps in the other person's jersey of choice yep. so it could be a Portland jersey it could be a disgusting jersey I've got a, I think I've got a goofy jo- jersey that smells like chalk he's number 32 for Disneyland so we'll have to see who wins that one and take some pics and put it put it up on the old uh, Facebook page but thanks for joining us next week is going to be a huge playoff next fortnight rather playoff edition um, make sure to tune into Blitz also check out the Jumper Network as well which is a, a new thing that's happening very very soon and thanks for thanks for listening thanks guys did you call